Oh my god. Yeah, we, we saw the record button get hit, so now it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get the candid conversation coming in. That's that's the thing. That's what I miss about the three-person di- dynamic. Yeah, I miss Dawn. It's like I do. I miss Dawn. You guys, don't you miss Dawn? We all miss Dawn. We all miss Dawn. We all miss Dawn this week. <coughs> Especially us, because it means we've had to do more work. Yeah, this we're gonna. Well, this is probably a campfire tales. Yeah, it's it'll kind be a little of bit shorter for the main tales. week today. It's yeah. This is more of a Josh and Ruben talk about <clears throat> current events. I'm told that uh, some crazy shit's going down right now. It's it's an interesting one. I've got. I'm just gonna read from uh, a few different articles here. Um, Our main story tonight. Yes, exactly. This is the first time we've ever covered something that is like currently in the news, and it's because I didn't want to actually research anything. Because we're both riddled with ADHD. Yes, and it has been a weird week. It sure has. So, Alabama and federal authorities are searching for a corrections officer and a murder suspect who were last seen on Friday leaving the jail for what should have been a three-minute drive to the county courthouse for an appointment that turned out not to exist, officials said. Word. The officer, Really? Why? Why you gotta do that? She's a menace. She's an absolute menace. Y'all should have named her ass Dennis. (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about you again. She's looking at the can that's that she just knocked is, over like, did I do that? <laughs> I mean, I, that's her voice in my head now. Forever. The officer, Vicki White, who is the assistant director of corrections, left the Lauderdale County Jail at 9.41 a.m. to take the inmate, Casey White, they're not related, for a mental health evaluation at the county courthouse in Florence, Alabama, just outside Case, Muscle Casey Shoals. Casey a male or a female? Casey's, Casey's a man. Okay, What's the woman's name again? Vicky. Vicky. Vicky, please. Vicky? No. Don't. What are you doing, Vicky? Oh, this is this is going to be good. Uh, however, no such appointment existed, the sheriff Rick Singleton said in a news conference on Were Friday. Were they already fucking? That's all I got to know. We don't we don't officially know. Do we don't, can we assume? We can I feel like we can assume. Yes. Cuz I know a lot of gullible people, and I don't think there's anybody on this earth gullible enough to, like, what what, what the fuck was he in jail for? for oh, how murder. Long? How long, though? Uh, like, a three-minute drive is not enough to get somebody to change their life. That's all I got to say. No. But apparently the appointment didn't even exist. It sure didn't. So, this was premeditated. Oh, uh, yes, they were lovers. Okay. So, this is this makes more sense. Uh... I am seeing, mind you, everyone, everything that I'm reading here probably has an automatic allegedly involved. Oh, yeah, no. This is current events, so everything we say here is alleged. Yes, it's. I am reading it straight from, um, I actually will start saying uh, where I'm reading it. I, I'm just reading this uh, article title from the New York Post. Vicki White went shopping at a sex toy shop before her escape with Casey Cole White. They're living a fantasy right now. Yes. They're like they think they're on some Bonnie and Clyde shit. They do. They think that. Um, though Officer White and Mr. White have the same surname, they are not related, officials said. Uh the authorities they were The authorities said they were investigating whether there had ever been a relationship between the two. They're clearly That feels had. like something you what? They're clearly had. <laughs> that feels like something that you should know. On Sunday... About Sher- your officers. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, I think it happened when he was in jail already. That's why I asked how long he was in jail, because if... like, I'm not... I don't... You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Because if he was in jail for, like, a significant amount of time... Cat! Jesus Christ. What Look at she- her. Oh, my fucking God. And now she's going to fall on Capone, and he's going to be pissed. A, a drama is playing out in the background, folks. A, a whole fucking Shakespearean play. She knocks something over. Who knows? <laughs> so, he was a murder defendant already serving a 75-year sentence. He had been whoa. sentenced to 75 years. So, yeah, this happened in jail. 
listen, Vicky, if you can't handle the fact that some inmates are going to be hot and also charismatic, don't have that job. Like, we should only hire asexual people to be a guard yeah, in jail and prison. Yeah. Uh, Casey White was being held in Alabama on murder charges for the 2015 slaying of 59-year-old... That Casey White? 59-year-old Connie Ridgeway. No fucking way, Josh. Oh, do you know about this? Yes. Are you shitting me? Hold on. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it thickens. Spell his name right now. C-A-S-E-Y White. Same as my last name, unfortunately. C-A-S or K-A-S? C-A-S. That's why. He has a long rap sheet with convictions for attempted murder, armed robbery, animal cruelty, and other violent crimes. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. Yo. I know the name Connie Ridgeway once I read it. Oh, shit. This story ends in a real big twist. Oh, oh, yeah. Trigger oh, You saw warning. the spoiler. I sure did. <laughs> Holy shit. This gets crazy, <laughs> you guys. I don't think this is the same Casey White I was thinking of. Okay. There's a different Casey White that I remember around that time, because I remember that was like when all the Trump shit was happening, and I can't oh. find it. So, but I was... Woof. So here's Woofa an, doofa. Here's another fun little tidbit. Uh, she was expected to retire at the end of her shift, according to her colleagues, before she disappeared. What? With uh, but shortly after 9 a.m., uh, she told them that she was taking Casey for his mental health evaluation. She also said she felt ill and would go to see a doctor afterward, which would buy her more time. Uh, surveillance cameras inside caught Vicky White opening a steel door and, without looking back, holding it for Casey White, who slips out with his head down, dodging it as it swings closed. The two vanish through what looks like an exterior door with a car parked outside. At 9.41 a.m., the pair walks out of the jailhouse with her allegedly telling the booking officer that she's the only deputy available with a firearm certification according to a timeline provided by investigators. How did this work? This is literally a video game plot. Uh, eight minutes later. Literally. Dead ass. <laughs> eight minutes later, according to the sheriff, Vicky White's police vehicle shows up on surveillance video pulling into a shopping center's parking lot. This is a quote. The patrol car left the detention center and went straight to the shopping center parking lot, Sheriff Singleton said Monday. There was not enough time for them to even attempt to try to come to the courthouse. <laughs> Several hours went by before deputies attempted to reach Vicki White by phone and what? reported that the calls went directly to voicemail. They also discovered Casey White had never arrived at the courthouse or returned to his cell. Wild. The jailer and murder suspect were last seen driving in the Copper Ford Edge on that same day. Now, Sunday, May 1st, uh, the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office also released a series of images showing Casey White in an orange jumpsuit, socks, and sandals walking down a jail hallway. That wasn't relevant at all. Keep to the story, foxnews.com. <laughs> Fox News, <laughs> Joshua, come now. I, I'm just clicking articles, Ruben. It's all content to us. Uh, U.S. Marshals offered a $10,000 reward for information leading to the capture of Casey White. Uh, Casey White is... How the... did this work? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, what a... This what is a is great story right of our generation. Now? No, this is a great story of our generation. It's this not... is wilder than the lady that killed somebody whose identity she had stolen in Yuli or some shit. Oh, yeah. That was oh, wild, too. That was a fucking crazy story. It's, we gotta wait for more to happen before we can talk about that, but that's a crazy story I want to talk about at some point, especially because we live here. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when that lady got arrested. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then everything. We'll save it. It was wild, dude, because I was living in Yulia at the time. Yeah. And uh, it dude, was... you, you still see justice for Jolene bracelets all because the they still have not found her body. And not only that, but like I remember rolling past the place and mentioning like something about like a car that had been there or like something salon. for like a long time. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh, yeah, just casually. Oh, yeah, this lady got murdered. I was like, what? Yep. That story's 
That shit's crazy. wild. It's actually crazy. Um, we we will get to that at some point. I want to yeah. wait. Maybe next time Don isn't here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next time we're Donless, we'll talk about that one. Uh, Casey White is believed to be a serious threat to the corrections officer and the public. So initially, when yeah, this I happened, read a thing that says that he. I don't want to get ahead of you too hard, right. but one of the snippets that I read is that he actually killed a different person on their way out. Oh, I didn't see anything about I that. I thought that that's what I saw, but that might be... It might have been... Hold on. Let's see. Oh, no, 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 no. Casey White was charged with capital murder for a deadly stabbing at the time of his escape. Really? Yeah. He was already convicted for the stabbing of a woman named Connie Ridgway, which he was serving... No, he was already serving... T- Holy shit! What? Wow. <clears throat> She can fix him, Reuben. He was facing capital murder charges in the stabbing death of <coughs> Connie Ridgway. He was already serving time in state prison on other convictions when he was in, indicted in the 2015 killing. So I think the Connie Ridgway stuff happened in two, 2015. Yeah. And that, I don't know exactly, based on these, but like... What? Oh, here. No, I've, I've got it right yeah, here, actually. Going. In addition to outstanding murder charges, Casey White was already serving a 75-year-old sentence for a violent crime spree in 2015 that involved the attempted murder of his ex-girlfriend, multiple stolen cars, and the execution of a pet dog. So he's a pure monster. Wow. He stated that he wanted to kill her and have the police kill him. A police report from December of that year concludes. His only regret was that neither was successful. He stated that if he was released, he would kill the victim. On Monday, May 2nd, Sheriff Singleton announces a new warrant for the arrest of Vicki White, whom he said might have been coerced or manipulated into taking part in the plot. To do it willingly would be so out of character for the Vicki White we all know. She's a cop. She can't be bad. She sold her home about a month ago, according to the sheriff, and had talked about relocating to the beach for months. The Lauderdale County... Uh, That's how long she was planning this, yes, dog. Yes, exactly. This was in the works for months. Uh, the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office announced that the investigators had confirmed a quote-unquote special relationship between Vicki White and Casey White after receiving tips from other inmates. That relationship has now been confirmed through our investigation by independent sources and means, authorities said. The monster is back. Yes, we're talking about you. She is feisty today. Oh. He looked so indignant when he just carried her out of this room. That was so funny. Really? Is that how we're doing? There we go. Okay. Uh, That relationship has now been confirmed through our investigation by independent sources and means authorities said. They also revealed details about the couple's last known whereabouts in Rogersville, Alabama, driving the Ford Edge and possibly armed with a semi-automatic rifle and shotgun. I love Alabama. Alabama's wild. The lawless world. It is. (laughs) Wednesday, May 4th, mind you, this is like... This is the fucking... This is 10 days ago, as we record. This is the 14th right now. Yep. Uh, Sheriff Singleton announces that Vicki White is officially no longer employed by the Lauderdale County Sheriff's Office. Her pending retirement is a personnel issue, he said, would be discussed at a later date. But despite her last scheduled day being April 29th, she had failed to finalize her retirement papers. Oops. Oops. Of, of all the mistakes to make during this whole thing, not I'm letting so your retirement go all the way through. Dog shit. I, I mean, it ends up not mattering. Yeah, no, it's not going to matter. Uh, Vicky, Casey White and Vicky White were in contact via phone between 2020 and 2022 while the inmate was in the custody of William E. Donaldson Correctional Facility in Bessemer, Alabama, Sheriff Singleton says in an emailed press statement Thursday. Sheriff Singleton. You should know that that's happening. Yeah. Oh, for sure. What the Big fuck, dog? They should all know about this. Casey White was transferred from the Donaldson facility to the Lauderdale County Detention Center in 2020 after confessing to the 2015 slaying of Connie Ridgway. 
The pair met there and maintained contact after he returned to Donaldson between 2020 and 2022. He was sent back to the county jail in February of this year to await trial. It's got to be nice when you've already been in prison for years to get to go back to just a jail. I it's got to be like a little vacation. You I know? bet. Just by sheer comparison, like, hey, what are you in for? I got caught with weed again. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm serving a 75-year sentence for a violent crime spree. So I'm going to go over there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just can't believe this. Oh, uh, dude, it's fucking wild. I, this is what I wanted to talk about last like, week. I can't believe there are people out there who, despite the fact that the person that you are talking to is convicted of murdering she someone. She can fix him. Dog, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> the facilities that we've mentioned are located just over 110 miles from each other. Uh, several new images show the numerous tattoos Casey White bore on both sides of his chest, his arms, and his back. The tattoos include a horseshoe emblem with a red-colored flower on his left peck, ink encompassing his full right shoulder, and another tattoo covering part of his left arm, and a Confederate flag on his back emblazoned by the words Southern Pride in a crude script. Well, it is Alabama. He is allegedly linked to the local Southern Brotherhood, a oh, white boy. supremacist prison gang. Yeah, no way. Yeah, big shocker. Big, big shocker. Uh, Marshal service images also depict the differences in size between the pair while standing next to each other or while standing near the vehicle authorities believe the pair might have fled in an orange or copper-colored 2007 Ford Edge SUV. On Friday, May 6th, Uh, On Friday, May 6th, agents with the U.S. Marshal Service announced they have located the vehicle that they say Casey White and Vicky White used after their disappearance. Investigators received a tip around 11 p.m. Thursday about a vehicle matching the description of the 2007 Ford Edge and have since been able to confirm that the SUV is the same one used by Vicky White and Casey Cole White after their April 29th disappearance. Wow. Oh, and it just keeps going. It just keeps getting better, too. Uh, With the help of the tip, they were able to track the vehicle to a tow lot in Williamson County, Tennessee, about two hours north of where the manhunt first began in Florence, Alabama. And it's been a few days. I can't believe they haven't canvassed that far out yet. Like, what are you talking about? Like, they got in a car and you didn't immediately shut down the fucking hunt? How did they only get two hours away? Right. You're talking about an escaped convicted murderer. Well, they found the car. They didn't find them yet. Right. Exactly. But how how is that? That's, that's a full checkpoint situation. That is a highway checkpoint situation. Right. Certainly. And, you know... Not that I wouldn't absolutely hate to be stuck in a fucking checkpoint, but I've seen them do that here for yeah. similar things. Yeah. Alabama would be fucking up all the time. Uh, with the help of the tip, they were able to track the vehicle up. Uh, Tennessee's Williamson County Sheriff's Office says the fugitive vehicle had been reported abandoned a week ago in Bethesda. It's a really glitchy area. Yeah, of I was Alabama. just gonna say <laughs> that's how they got that. That's how they yeah, got away is because they, they actually fell through the map. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you fall through the map and you end up in Tennessee. Oh no! <laughs> there is no sign that the two are still in our area. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, they got a new car. Yeah, duh, duh. The what? man knows crime. The he man can steal a, a car. The woman knows crime. The you woman kidding me? knows crime. Yeah. The woman has a badge. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey announces a reward of $5,000 for information leading to the arrest of Casey White, in addition to the reward of up to 15000 being offered by U- the U.S. Marshal Service. Wow. Man, yeah. You can get fifteen k if you spotted these motherfuckers. Imagine. I hope somebody got paid. Me too. Oh my god, me too. If you're the one that got paid... Fucking email us. Subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a message on Facebook. Yeah, Rate our podcast. Five stars, you, baby. Um, I want to know what you saw. I want to know what credible information sounds like so I can make it up to get $15,000. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Sheriff Singleton releases surveillance uh, on Sunday, May 7th. Sheriff Singleton releases surveillance video showing corrections officer Vicki White at a hotel the morning she fled a county jail with murder suspect Casey White. Uh, Vicki White can be seen at the counter of a Quality Inn hotel in Florence, Alabama on April 29th, the same day she allegedly assisted Casey White, who it's just now mentioning is 38 years old, in escaping from the jail. Case, uh, Vicky is like 56 or something. Yeah, yeah, she's a bit older. Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years older, yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah, here's where it really hits the fan. This happened a week ago. Oh, my God. Uh, a, a week ago. That still blows my fucking mind. <laughs> this this is Monday, May this 9th. This is some Dukes of Hazard type yes. shit. Yes, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's not going to talk about the fucking... Okay. Casey White and Vicky White were apprehended in Evansville, Indiana, after crashing their vehicle during a police chase. Vicky White was hospitalized with a self-inflicted gunshot wound and succumbed to her injuries hours later, according to authorities. Casey White was apprehended at the scene and will be transferred back to Alabama in the coming days. Uh, this is a quote. What I'm very thankful for tonight is that no one was hurt. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. No citizens were hurt. No law enforcement officers were hurt as a result of then this Then what escape. the fuck was Vicky? <laughs> if she wasn't a citizen and she wasn't a goddamn... What? I guess they're just... She's a criminal now. Yeah, well, here's the thing, Josh, is that as soon as you're not a cop anymore, they don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, no, no. Not to mention, this woman was probably emotionally and mentally manipulated... To a severe To a severe degree. degree to help a fucking murder convict walk out of jail and then ends up dying in a police chase... What kind of manipulation do you have to use to convince someone that you're not a bad person when you executed a dog? The professional kind. I fucking guess. I mean, that's the definition of a career criminal. If you have the ability, capacity, mental state to be that manipulative. You'd have to be like a sociopath or a psychopath or yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. Like I. Well, I think it's all psychopaths are sociopaths, but not all sociopaths are psychopaths. So he's pro- he's a full-blown psychopath, I think. I would be. I would not be surprised. I'll put it that way. The fact that when he was already caught in custody, everything, and said that uh, if he were released, he would go and kill her, mm-hmm. that's a psychopath. To to me, I'm not a professional. This is not medical or mental health advice. But <laughs> god damn. Uh, that, was, that quote about no one getting hurt was from Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton at a Fuck press conference. Fuck you, Rick Singleton. <laughs> Uh, this uh it's may 14th my name is reuben come find me bitch the lauderdale county detention center by the way we in florida we can fight it's fine this looks exactly like you think it does oh my god <laughs> like our school yeah it's, it looks like a brick school building oh man uh new fox news digital images show i'm just the- <laughs> thankful that no one got hurt or died except for one person yeah right yeah, you're going to need to redact that shit, Deputy Singleton. Fuck uh, the police. New Fox News digital images show the exterior of... Um, why am I reading that? Oh, it's just telling me about images now. So they got him. They got him. Yeah, they, they caught him. He's back in custody He's now. back in custody, and she's dead, so... Uh, the U.S. Marshal Service... You know, uh, nobody got hurt. No, No, nobody. Not a single person. Uh, the U.S. Marshal Service has since revealed that agents believe they have found a second vehicle used by the pair and then abandoned in the days following their April 29th escape from the Lauderdale County Detention Center in Florence, Alabama. I can't believe it. A local news station suggests it is the same vehicle reported stolen in Tennessee County after the couple ditched the getaway car used in their earlier escape. What? No way. Convict stole a car. Okay, on Tuesday, literally just last Tuesday, (laughs) Casey White waives his extradition and is picked up in Vanderboro County, Indiana, to be brought back to Lauderdale County. He is carted into the Lauderdale County courthouse just before 10 p.m. local time wearing a yellow jail-issued jumpsuit. 
and shackles and staring straight ahead, White stays quiet as he is led inside. He briefly appears before a judge before he is sent to the state-run William E. Donaldson Correctional Facility. He's back home. Yeah, after a nice he little... A, he had a little vacation, 11, I guess. Eleven-day vacation. Jesus. Yep. Earlier in the day, Vanderborough County Sheriff Dave Wedding describes how Casey White told officers he likely would have engaged in a shootout with law enforcement had the vehicle, had the pair's vehicle not crashed. He said he was probably going to have a shootout at the stake of both of them losing their lives. Uh, Wedding further says the pair was found to have had wigs, $29,000 in leftover cash, and multiple weapons, including an AR-15. God damn. Oh, US, 11 days 11 days u.s marshals confirmed that casey white called vicky his wife after the crash and the sheriff's office officials released dash cam footage from casey white's arrest so if you really want you can find and watch that no, i'm cool yeah i'm not interested in it <laughs> i think i know all i need to know about this case now um that is pretty much the end of that article but wasn't that fun it was wild. It was interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> that, like, it's so much more interesting to cover something that literally came to a conclusion last week. Yeah. Like a couple of few days ago. Yes. Yes. The The last update that was on there was from, uh, you know, Wednesday. Jesus. Just, just Wednesday. It's Saturday. Just a few days ago, yeah, I've been uh, I've been excited to cover this because I've been. It's one of those things that you really get to watch unfold in real time. That shit's wild. And yeah, it's something that uh, I can't wait to hear other true crime podcasts talk about in the future. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. There's also been some amazing memes that have sprung from this too. Like somebody used one of those uh, deep fake apps to, to make the both of them sing duets with each other. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, they're phenomenal. They look so good, too. Gotta love what our technology is allowing us to do to mug shots. God, he looks gross. Yeah, no. I Imagine looking like that and being able to manipulate a cop into helping you escape. Wild. But you know what? We've still got a little bit of time left. So earlier we mentioned the case of, um, I'm going to call it the case, the case of Jolene Cummings, who is the victim. I think that this is really, the story is about her Yeah. and in a lot of media and online content about all of this turn of events has been very focused on the murderer because uh, frankly, she's the most interesting aspect of the case, and I'll give you some tidbits about it. But for the most part here, I think we're just, we're going to do a little walkthrough of uh, the timeline of this case. And there will be a fucking Netflix documentary oh, about for this sure. case. There's going to have to be. There's already... Like, I know we said we weren't going to talk about this for a while, but like, it's... We're, we got it right now. We're, yeah, it's... We just have to. Yeah. We, we've we've got time left, and we already touched on this a little bit, so we're not going to leave you hanging. We're, we'll talk a little bit about this. And mind you guys, this happened in our town. The, this happened in the same town where we record. We, we drive by this. Ruben drives by this place to... Pretty much daily. Get here. Yeah, to get to work. Yeah. This this is this rocked our town. It was for quite wild. a while. It was absolutely insane. Now, I mentioned earlier, you still see bracelets that say uh, "Justice for Jolene," who is the victim. It's still a, a big deal here. Um, okay, so on May thirteenth, two thousand eighteen, Mother's Day and Jolene Cummings' thirty fourth birthday. God. Yes, I know, right? Gee whiz. Um, Jolene did not show up to pick up her three kids in Hilliard from her ex-husband. Based on a surveillance video, um, Kimberly Kessler, who is, I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. Kimberly Kessler is the murderer. 
Um, Kessler had parked Cummings SUV near a Yuli Home Depot at around 1.17 a.m. that morning. Uh, there is no sign of Cummings in that video. Uh, May 14th, 2018. Cummings' mother reports her missing to the Nassau County Sheriff's Office. Uh, deputies visit Cummings' salon, and when Kessler learns that they're asking questions, she calls the owner to say that she's leaving town. Um, Kimberly Kessler had just gotten a job at the same salon that Jolene worked at. It was called Tangles. Yo. Yep. I've Wow. I've forgotten most of the details about this case. Yeah. But I forgot that she worked with this woman. I think she yes. tried to like steal her identity. Um, she had, or like she had a bunch of random, yeah, dozens oh of identities that uh, some were stolen, some were made up. Again, a fucking goddamn video game plot. Uh, yeah. So the way that unfolded was, uh, Kessler was it? She was like in the parking lot, getting ready to come into work at the salon, right? And uh, the owner called her and was like, hey, um, I, we've got some sheriffs in here that are asking uh, if you can answer some questions for them. And she goes, oh, and hangs up the phone and pulls back out of the parking lot and leaves when she finds out that they're there trying to get information from her. Wow. Yeah. The guiltiest thing you could literally do. Uh, the sheriff's office released a missing persons flyer asking for help in locating Cummings. A photo of the SUV she may have been traveling in was also shared by the sheriff's office. Uh, May 15th, 2018. Cummings' 2006 beige Ford Expedition is found near a Home Depot parking lot. And again, we drive by this Home Depot. Every day. I sit in that parking lot and roll blunt sometimes. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> And you are not the only one. No, I'm sure not. Every, like every a... time I stop at that gate station, I see a car that's like parked at the back of the parking lot mm -hmm. and it's got like a little bit too tinted windows. And I know someone's rolling a blunt you in that got, car. You know it. Or getting blown. Also, right. Yeah. Also, because I know that uh, people buy drugs at that gate station all the oh, time. Oh, yeah, all the time. I've picked though. up weed at that gate station I multiple like you, times. It's fucking obvious. Yeah. Uh, May 16th, 2018, Kessler, known then as Jennifer Seibert, is arrested in St. John's County, so she had headed a bit south, for stealing Cummings' SUV. Investigators said she had been seen on surveillance video driving the SUV. Investigators find her in her black Kia Soul at an I-95 rest area in St. John's County. So she was trying to run, but she was trying to run south for some reason. <laughs> like, where are you going to go? You're already in Florida. Yeah. You leave the state. Go north. You're already right on the border of Georgia. Yeah. There's a lot more places to hide up there. Uh, May 22nd, 2018, Sheriff Bill Leeper announces investigators have reason to believe Cummings is not alive, but declines to say why. It's revealed that Kessler is being held on a $500,000 bond. Which is huge. That's a huge bond. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff's on July 7th through the 13th, 2018, the sheriff's office and FBI search uh, the Chesser Island landfill in Folkston, Georgia for Cummings' body. That's not far from where you live. Yeah, no, that's pretty close. Yeah. Uh, investigators say they find several items of interest in her disappearance. Mind you... We still don't know what those items were. Nope. They still have not told us what the we items of We don't know a lot about this case. They're, they've kept a lot. They've kept a lot. Uh, the landfill search was prompted... Current events with Ruben and Josh. Yeah. We don't know a whole lot. <laughs> exactly. That's why, that's why we do old cases. We know everything about them now. The landfill search was prompted by surveillance videos showing a trash bag Kessler, jumped, Kessler dumped about the time of Cummings' disappearance on Mother's Day weekend. Again, Mother's Day and her birthday. Yeah, that fucking shit's, A, man. Oof, that sucks. Holy um, crap. Yeah, no, literally, like, what a horrific combination. So bad. And so she was going bad. to pick up her fucking kids, too. My grandmother died on, um, on Easter Sunday, which fucking sucked. Yeah. 
imagine if that had also been her goddamn birthday. Yeah. Like that shit would have been awful. One of my coworkers who I love to death, her uh mother died like Christmas Eve. Oh. Yeah. Um, on September 7th, 2018, Kessler is indicted for first-degree murder. Uh, jumping all the way up to January 22nd of 2019, uh, after many delays, Kessler is seen in court for the first time. Um, jumping again all the way to July 2nd, 2019, uh, a judge rules Kessler not competent for prosecution after a mental evaluation hearing. I remember that. Yes, dude, this was all over the Everybody news. Everybody was fucking following the whole the case. Yes. And when the judge was like, nah, she's like crazy. She cannot yes. fucking stand for herself. No. And <sighs> we're we're gonna go back and forth on this a few times. The yeah. mental competency. Yeah. We're gonna go back and forth on it quite a few times. Um Prosecutors disputed that characterization of Kessler's mental health, saying the state disagreed with the defense expert's finding. Kessler was then examined by a psychologist chosen by the state, who also found her not competent. She was committed to the custody of Department of Children and Families, which sent her to Florida State Hospital in Chattahoochee to restore competency. She would be reevaluated in six months. We're going to jump that six months and then some to September 28th of 2020, uh, Sheriff Leeper files a civil suit asking for permission to force-feed Kessler, who was now under 90 pounds from a hunger strike. Leeper said Kessler was trying to kill herself by starvation. Notably, when Kessler was arrested in 2018, she weighed almost 200 pounds. So over the span of two years, she has starved herself of 110 pounds. Wow. Yeah. She, she was kind of big when, when she was arrested. Mm -hmm. And in images from court, she is like skin and bones from just refusing to eat. Damn. And I believe her condition for it was she wanted to be transferred somewhere else, but they were outright refusing. She was horrific to work with. Um, no way. Right. Fun little tidbit. Uh, when they finally got her out of their custody, they threw a party with a cake that they find. Yeah, that's how excited they were to wow. finally wash their hands of Kimberly Kessler. On October 12th of 2020, a judge ruled Kessler competent for prosecution after a second mental evaluation. So I guess they restored competency as they put it before. And then on June 30th, 2021, a judge rules again that Kessler is competent to stand trial after yet a third mental evaluation hearing. Uh, another big jump all the way up to November 29th of 2021. Jury selection began for the trial. Uh, Kessler, who throughout her pretrial hearings was removed for outbursts in the court courtroom was promptly taken out of court after yelling jordan beard is jolene's cousin uh the outburst which she has repeated at nearly every court appearance is an accusation about one of her former defense attorneys that has been proven untrue and i we said earlier that she was that she's crazy Jury selection began on November 29th of 2021 for the trial. Kessler, who throughout her pretrial hearings was removed for outbursts in the courtroom, was promptly taken out of court for yelling, Jordan Beard is Jolene's cousin. Uh, Jordan Beard was one of her former defense attorneys, and uh, that was proven not true. He was not related to Jolene. She believed that uh, the Illuminati was after her. This is Kessler. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She believed that the Illuminati was after her. There are, like, recordings on the phone with, I think, her mother, where she's like, anyone who gets any amount of news coverage is connected to the Illuminati, so you tell me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But doesn't make you incompetent for a murder trial. It might. If your vision of reality is so different from everyone else's, that can make you incompetent. The problem is that, like, like, I'm just sad because it's like, I don't know if she's that crazy or not. 
And I don't think anybody else really does either. Exactly. Even even professionals. Yeah. Because guess what? It's way harder to figure out what crazy means than you think it is. Yes. It is It is not I double check the door every night. Like, yeah. you know, oh, that's my OCD, the way people do all that stuff. That's it's not, not what it I is. I get so flustered and feel so crazy sometimes. That's not it either. No. It's like, is your world reality warped in such a way that it makes you it makes it incompatible for you to be able to communicate with other people. Right. And that is so hard to fucking figure out. It's so hard to fucking figure out because sometimes people are just being weird. Right. Or have a certain you type can be of weird health, without being crazy. You know? Right. Uh, finally on December 9th, 2021, uh, Kessler three years after this murder. Yes. Three years. This took Kessler was finally convicted of first degree murder in the death of Cummings. Uh, she faces mandatory life in prison, and sentencing was set for uh, 1.30 p.m. on January 27th. I guess this article has not been updated since then. She but did get convicted. Yeah, she she got life in prison. She got life. Yeah. It was it was like somebody told me, it was like, yeah, you remember uh, uh, Kessler got convicted. I was like, who? And yeah. Like, that lady and that, it all comes the, running back to you. And then I was like, oh, shit, finally? Like, right. Because it was wild, like... And then you, you know, it takes a long time for something like this, and then you forget. Yeah. Because it's not like the Casey Anthony trial. No. Where it was like every was single day the whole time. for national news. It's yeah. like, it's like, you no, it's local. This it's still was crazy. huge in our town. Right. It's but still it was crazy. not huge on national news. But like, then it takes a while for the story to come back because, you know, nobody really wants to hear over and over again about it. Right. So I don't know. It's just, it was weird. It was just a, a weird situation. Top to bottom. Yeah, it was nuts to hear about, too. Like, yeah, it what, was. When I was working at CVS, like, I, I keep my mentioning mom the bracelets. Go, my mom used to use go to Tangled. Yeah. Like, every fucking week or something, or every other week, or I can't remember. But, like, she used to go. Yeah. Uh, Jolene cut Kat's hair. Yeah. 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 She said she was one of like the only people, people who could ever get her layers right. People knew this woman. Like, it's not like like she was a part of the community. Yes. You know what I mean? In like, a very real way. Right. It was it, we it was a devastating and weird time for the whole the whole area. Like And uh, I think it grants a certain perspective too, because this is a very This uh, ten wild. years ago this was a this was a small town. Yes. We're a city now. Right. Like with outlying boroughs and all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like that comes with, you know, poor city planning and overpopulation in certain areas. Yes. And oh, God knows. It makes murder happen more. Yep. But this this whole thing gave uh, something of a, a different perspective on a lot of the uh, true crime cases that we talk about here, especially the ones mm-hmm. that take place in small towns. Because I have to assume the way it makes everyone in the town feel is the same way, or it's at least similar in a major way to what we saw unfold here when we were witnessing all of this play out. Yeah. Like, you got to keep in mind, like, this shit happens to real people. Mm -hmm. Like, we we have a lot of fun on this podcast. We do. But, like, it's, you, you know, and occasionally I feel like we're okay about reminding everybody like no this was a real per this really yes. happened it is very important that we say the victims names the, the it victims is. are the most important part of these cases because it's just wild like i don't know like it's and not even just saying their names it's not even about the names themselves no. it's about the fact that you need to really remember this was a living woman right. with relatives. And that that's what I mean when I say like, say their names. Right. Is... Like, this was a real, breathing, living human person. Yes. Who got killed by a crazy lady. Right. For for, for asking no too reason. many questions, right. I believe, is, is why she killed her. For We're no never reason. really going to know. But there's a couple of, if the case sounds really interesting to you, I, I know that timeline didn't make it sound like the most interesting crime case you've ever heard in your life. But, but it was just the fact that it happened to people we knew. People yes. who had, we had paid money to. Like, and mind you, the case is a lot more interesting than that timeline made it found, made it sound. Um, I could have gone out of my way to find a 
Oh, we could have gone through article. like just the articles and articles of like whenever the back and forth between is she fit to search or or not? Yes. And, like yes, there is a lot more to this case than we've covered just in the last twenty minutes talking about it. Yeah, and there's a couple of decent um, there's a couple of decent uh, like true crime horror YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. who have covered this case mm-hmm. and who have actually covered it pretty well, pretty faithfully. Yeah. Um, I don't have them off the top of my head, but if you search um, Kimberly Kessler or Jolene Cummings on YouTube, you'll probably be directed to um, a couple of them. There was one of them that was a little bit longer form at like 30 minutes and one of them that was a bit shorter at like 15 to 20 minutes. They both did a pretty good job. Um, I'd will... like to make my own video about it at some point oh, with yeah. proper footage from the town. Yeah. Like one of the guys is like, uh, Fernandina beach, Florida is known for its wildlife. And then he shows like pictures of like otters or something. Nah, homie. No, nah, no, (laughs) (laughs) we're, we're known for good food and good bars. We're known for our shrimp. Yeah, that's it. That's about it. We got shrimp and meth in this County. Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go look through uh, Nassau County jail real good roster. Shrimp, it's real all bad meth. meth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I would also just like to say, like, these are both current, like, currently happening cases, yes. or or just recently sort of mm-hmm. closed up cases, and like, just it's really important that we remember that this is happening constantly around all us. the time yes like we talked about you know the whole case of andre rand recently with cropsy and like we don't want to end up like like i don't want we as in people in general right never end up we. like that motherfucker who was like i'm just glad nobody got hurt right, right. after we heard about a lady who shot herself to death yeah like right. yeah somebody got hurt somebody probably was being hurt for a long time before that crash yeah. happened and like just recognize that this is a human being and like, you know, the same hacks that work on their brain work on yours. Be yeah. vigilant and be safe, but you're not immune. You're not immune to either the, the things that happen to people in our show or the, the repercussions for those things. If right. you're close to somebody, they that it are to. very real. It's very, and very real. Talking about recent and current ones uh, is a, a good reminder of that. Yeah. You know, we talked about, like I mentioned, the case of Andre Rand in the Cropsey episode. Um, that, you know, it, it felt disconnected and not real because it happened in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. which is a long time ago now, 40, 50 years. And, but it was very real to them. Yeah. And it's, it's still very real and it happens all the time. It's mm-hmm. probably never going to stop happening all the time. Right. And that's, you know, that's such as life. Yep. But the human condition. We can do better, but also just like to keep in mind in other episodes of our podcast, like if you're the type of person who's going to get offended by some stuff that we say or do, don't be too bad because like for me i think about it like this right after my death especially if it's a tragic one i would like people to remember me yeah about a year and a half 2 years later you could start making some jokes it's oh, fine oh yeah absolutely i don't care that much anymore i i guarantee you that i don't actually but like yeah <laughs> you know i want give give my family or the people who are around me time to fucking mourn for a little while but then after that don't worry about it they might still be mad but that's on them at that point. They've had a couple years. They've had time to get the help and support that they've needed. And I feel that way about my own family. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make no jokes about my grandfather right now because he just died like a couple, like a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. You got to give something. it another six months. I give it another least. six or eight months or something. But my grandmother, she died like in 2014 or something. I'll make jokes with her and about her all the time. Right. Because she's been dead for a very long time. And while I do still miss her, like, my grandmother taught us the rhyme when I was a very small child that is like, I don't know, but I've been told a green grasshopper has a pink asshole. And if I didn't make (laughs) jokes about that woman, she would haunt me for eternity. Yeah. That's a woman with a sense of humor. Right. Uh, She she wants the jokes. Right. So, you know, just keep in mind to be respectful of things that are happening now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Or in the recent past. But like when we talk about the Beast of Gévaldon, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can make Fuck all the jokes you know, we whatever. want about a bunch of peasants that died in the 1600s. Right. Four, five hundred years ago. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. No, <laughs> their family's not going to be offended now. We're good. They've had time to grieve. They've had way, way more time. <laughs> so much time. They're, them and their families and their families' families are all dead now. Yeah. You pull up the Patreon. Oh, yeah. We got to do some shout outs. First of all, Go ahead and give us a rating. Yeah, absolutely. Remember how much we appreciate our Patreons for giving financial support to the show. We have so many of you now, and it's actually incredible. Like, we cannot believe that so many people are willing to financially support the show, and we really appreciate the hell out of that. And we appreciate the people who do the things that don't cost money to support the show too, like the rating and that helps the algorithm to help boost us to more people. If you like us and you want to be able to talk about the show with other people, other people got to get put onto the show and stuff like, you know, liking the episodes, blah, 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 all of that. It helps immensely in boosting the show's reach, which is the most important thing for us right now. Oh yeah. And especially since there's a couple hundred of you guys now, share us around. Yeah. If you have friends that are into the vibe that we are, you know, trying to get into right now, yeah. share share us. Put us on whatever platform. Make give us clicks and such. Yeah. It it helps immensely in the long run. It really does. It's it's simple, it's free, it takes ten seconds, and I'm begging. <laughs> yeah. Um from there, you know, just if you want to get in contact with the show, the best way right now is facebook.com slash ttopod. Send us a message. We'll usually respond pretty we're quick. S- yeah, we're still small enough to have conversations with you guys. We're going to get yeah. too big at some point. We won't be able to reply to every message. That so. or we'll have to get a social media manager and you won't be talking to us anymore. Yeah. Yeah, the day that all the other social medias pick up, you'll know, is the day that we finally got a social media we manager. We hired a 12-year-old to do our jobs. Because, God, I just can't handle... I just fucking... I cannot be on... I can't presence. be on it, y'all. This is yeah. what y'all get for my hot takes instead of Twitter. Um, <laughs> and then... No on, character limit here. No character limit here. On uh, Patreon, we're patreon.com slash two towns over. You, you have to type to us type in because we have explicit content. We're too hot for Patreon. Too hot for Patreon. Um, and speaking of Patreon, we're going to shout out our patrons because we still have few enough to do that. All of our favorite people. Our favorite people. We've got Muddy Blairy, Katie Reitzel, Amanda Galilli, Jonathan Brada, Carly, no last name given, my favorite, Whitney Ketchum. <laughs> Just simply Carly. Erica Engel, John D., and Luis Navidad. Um... Thank you I love all. puns in your Patreon They're so names, good. by the way. Please do more of that. They're, <laughs> They're very so good. good. Muddy Blairy, Luis Navidad. I'm excited. That is I'm right up my it. alley. I'm happy I love about that it. so much. Absolutely happy about it. Um, shouts out to my plant babies and their moms. Shout out to the plant babies and the plant moms. Um, fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves, guys. Yeah.